0: In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Brothers and sisters, we welcome you back to pointing to the Saviour of the world as we return to Ordinary Time on this 11th Sunday in Year A, in which the readings remind us of our call by God. He calls us because he loves us and he desires that we spend eternity with him in heaven. We're reminded that like the Israelites and the disciples in the first reading and the gospel respectively, we are called to be a people set apart for God, called to follow his commandments and live a life of holiness so as to reflect God's glory. May the love of God the Father and the peace of His Son, our brother Jesus Christ, and the joy of the Holy Spirit be with us all now and always. We join together in this community as followers of Christ to listen and reflect on God's word to praise and thank him for his goodness to us, to humbly pray for all our needs and those of others. We rejoice and thank God for the gift of new life as we welcome baby Angela to this community. We also pray for our sisters and brothers who have died recently. Remember, especially Mze, Gaetano, Odunga, Who died recently, and all those whose anniversaries occur around this time. Lord, grant them all eternal rest.
1: Come. Ring out our joy to
2: the Lord. Hail the God who saves us. Alleluia. Come, bring out our joy to the Lord. Hail the God who saves us. Let us come before him, giving thanks. With songs, let us hail the Lord mighty God is the Lord, a great king above all gods. In his hand are the depths of the earth, the heights of the mountains are his. To him belongs the sea, for he made it, and the dry land shaped by his hands. Come in, let us bow and bend low. Let us kneel before the God who made us for he is our God and we the people who belong to his pasture the flock that is led by his hand oh that today you would listen to his voice harden not your hearts as at Meribah as on that day at Massa in the desert when your fathers put me to the test when they tried me though they saw my work for 40 years i was wearied of these people and i said their hearts are astray these people do not know my ways then i took an oath in my anger never shall they enter my rest glory be to the father and to the son and to the holy spirit as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be. Lord without fail. End, end. Come, ring Bring out our joy out. to the Lord. Hail, Hail the God the who God saves, saves us. Hallelujah. A reading from the book of Exodus. From Rephidim, the sons of Israel set out again. And when they reached the wilderness of Sinai, there in the wilderness, they pitched their camp. There facing the mountain Israel pitched camp. Moses then went up to God. And the Lord called to him from the mountain, saying, Say this to the house of Jacob. Declare this to the sons of Israel. You yourselves have seen what I did with the Egyptians, how I carried you on eagle's wing and brought you to myself. From this you know that now, if you obey my voice, and hold fast to my covenant you of all the nations shall be my very own for all the earth is mine i will count you a kingdom of priests a consecrated nation the word of the lord thanks Thanks be to god
3: reading from the letter of Saint Paul to the Romans. We were still helpless when at his appointed moment Christ died for sinful men. It is not easy to die even for a good man, though of course for someone really worthy a man might be prepared to die. But what proves that God loves us, is that Christ died for us while we were still sinners. Having died to make us righteous, is it likely that he would now fail to save us from God's anger? When we were reconciled to God by the death of his Son, we were still enemies. Now that we have been reconciled, surely, we may count on being saved by the life of his Son. Not merely because we have been reconciled, but because we are filled with joyful trust in God, through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have already gained our reconciliation. The Word of the Lord.
2: Thanks be to God.
0: Hallelujah Hallelujah. The sheep that belongs to me, listen to my voice, says the Lord. I know them and they follow me. Hallelujah. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, o Lord. When Jesus saw the crowds, he felt sorry for them, because they were harassed and dejected, like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is rich, but the labourers are few. So ask the Lord of the harvest to send labourers to his harvest. He summoned his twelve disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits with power to cast them out and to cure all kinds of diseases and sickness. These are the names of the twelve apostles. First, Simon, who is called Peter, and his brother Andrew, James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John, Philip, and Bartholomew, Thomas. And Matthew, the tax collector, James, the son of Alphaeus, and Thaddeus, Simon the zealot, and Judas Iscariot, the one who was to betray him. These twelve Jesus sent out, instructing them as follows Do not turn your steps to pagan territory, and do not enter any Samaritan town. Go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And as you go, proclaim that the kingdom of heaven is close at hand. Cure the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out devils. You received without charge, give without charge. The Gospel of the Lord.
2: Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ.
0: It is 7th June, we walk into St. James's Parish Church to attend Mass. The first reading from the Book of Tobit was one about Sarah, the daughter of Raguel who had been given in marriage seven times and that Asmodeus that worst of demons had killed her bridegrooms one after another before ever they had slept with her as man with wife. The Gospel reading from Mark's Gospel was the story of the seven brothers all marrying one woman and the Sadducees asking Jesus whose wife she will be at the resurrection. Jesus' response was not what caught my ears, but rather what Father Frank said during his brief homily. With a calm and soothing voice, he said, brothers and sisters, it all boils down to this. He gave a big pause there was utter silence in church, everyone waiting to hear what comes next. And Father Frank added, Jesus is so much in love with you and is desperate to wed you. This Mass and every Mass which we have the opportunity to attend is a taster of the ultimate wedding feast in heaven between you and Jesus. On that last day, will you or will you not attend your own marriage ceremony, your own wedding feast? Another pause. One could hear the pin drop. Brothers and sisters, how very revealing, how very true. God wants to wed you. God created humans from nothing purely out of love and a desire to have them share his. Happiness for God is happiness itself. God's great desire or plan is for us to spend eternity with Him in heaven in a perfect union, beginning with the wedding feast Father Frank was talking about. But humans, from Genesis to Revelation, time and time again, through sin. Through taking a way that is different from God's way, thought God's plan again and again. But God never stops in his efforts to fight to get us back. He always takes the initiative. He doesn't hesitate to act in order to deliver us to reconcile us to himself. From Adam and Eve in the garden, to freeing the Israelites from slavery in Egypt, through sending his own son, his only son, to die for us sinful men, as Saint Paul tells us in the first reading. What God did was a sheer gift We did not deserve it. God did not owe it to us. He gave it to us without charge. God is not democratic. He makes choices. He wants. He discriminates not against us but for us. He is not merely just, he goes beyond justice and gives freely, like the vineyard owner who paid the workers hired last as much as those hired first. Brothers and sisters, one of the problems that many of us have in following the teachings of Jesus is that we see those teachings as a series of obligations, as a list of commands against which we are asked to measure our discipleship. Some of us might even see them as a set of hurdles over which we are asked to jump in order to demonstrate our love for God. Now, as disciples, we are clearly obliged to follow the teachings of Jesus, but to understand them as some kind of test or burden that we are asked to bear is to approach them in an exactly the wrong way. Consider the teaching of Jesus that comes at the end of today's gospel. Jesus says, you received without charge, give without charge. Our inclination is to approach this teaching as an obligation. Yes, we say, I should be more giving. I should be more generous. If I were more generous, I would be more I would more clearly show that I am a follower of Christ. Now, this is true, but approaching the teaching as a simple command overlooks another benefit of the teaching. Jesus' teaching that we be generous is not commanded for God's sake or even simply for our neighbor's sake. Jesus gives us this teaching for our own sake, For our own benefit. When Jesus asks us to be generous, He's not giving us an obligation to be met, but a secret to be lived. The secret is this when we are generous, we are happy. This teaching of generosity leads us to a deeper life, it introduces us a way of life that increases our freedom and increases our joy when there is something good in our lives our natural inclination is to hold on to that good thing to keep it safe Jesus is telling us my brothers and sisters that if we wish to be happy we should be generous we should give what we have away The teaching of Jesus emphasizes that many of the most valuable things in our lives are not things that we have earned or paid for. Have we earned our health? Have we paid for our family and friends? Have we created our sense of humour, our ability to understand, our sense of compassion? No. All of these things are free gifts. Things that we have received without any kind of payment, without any kind of charge. Jesus says that if we want to be truly happy, we need to find a way of giving those gifts back, those gifts away. You received without charge, give without charge. So my brothers and sisters, what the gospel challenges us to do is to identify what are the gifts that we have been given and then to find a way of giving those gifts to someone else. Perhaps you have developed professional skills in medicine, in law or in business. What are you doing to see that The skill not only benefits you and your family, but others who need it. Perhaps you're a person that is able to listen, to connect with other people. What can you do to use that gift not only to build your own relationships, but to deepen the lives of others? Perhaps you're you're someone who can work with your hands to build something useful. Are you passing that skill on? Perhaps you're a creative person, a person who can imagine ideas and possibilities that others cannot see. How do you use that creativity to bring beauty and hope into our world? The gifts of God are given in abundance. That is not one person here. There is not one person in the world today who has not received a gift. All of us have received something from God without any cost or payment. The gospel today, my brothers and sisters, invites us to identify what is the gift we have received. And then to listen to the teaching of Jesus. You received without charge, give without charge. That teaching is not an obligation. Jesus is not placing some burden upon us. Jesus is showing us the way to happiness, the way to life with him. We come before God this day, knowing we have been called and missioned to bring healing and reconciliation to our wounded world through being generous with our gifts and talents. Let us begin by asking God to aid us in this work.
1: We pray for all who are called to lead and guide us especially church and world leaders, those in government, that they will do all they can to care for our world and protect its resources. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. We pray for all listening and praying with us here today, that we will be grateful to God, our gifts and talents, and to use them for God's greater glory. Lord, in your mercy.
0: Hear our prayer.
1: We pray for all who are estranged, that they may seek to be reconciled to all those with whom they are in dispute. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for those who are sick or suffering, elderly or infirm, that they may know the presence of Christ and find comfort and healing in him. Lord, in your mercy,
0: Hear our prayer.
1: We pray for all who are exiled from their homes or estranged from their families, that they may find welcome and supporting communities which enable them to live in safety. Lord, in your mercy,
2: hear our prayer.
1: We pray for all those who have died recently and for all those whose anniversaries occur around this time. May they enjoy eternal happiness with God in heaven. Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord.
0: And let perpetual light shine upon them.
1: May they rest in peace. Amen. Amen. May the souls and the souls of all the faithful departed through the mercy of God rest in peace. Amen. Lord, in your mercy,
0: hear our prayer.
1: We now present our personal intentions to the
2: Hear our prayer.
1: We ask our blessed Mother to intercede for us as we pray. Hail Mary. Full of grace, the Lord is with thee.
2: Blessed art thou amongst women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother
0: of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. God of all mercy, Your concern for us knows no bounds. When we are in need, we know we can turn to you and offer to you these our prayers. Please hear them in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless us and keep us from all evil and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us continue to bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Brothers and sisters, thank you for joining us today to listen to the word of God and to pray. May we resolve to use our talents for the glory of God. Thanks for your constant support in listening to our podcast and liking, subscribing and sharing our videos on YouTube. Please continue to do that. May God bless you abundantly. We finish like we began in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.